broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 61 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I've got Trevor and I've got Damon. Trevor, welcome back. I uh, hope you're feeling better. I mean, especially since it was like two weeks ago. Hey, yeah. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he wasn't feeling better by then, we, we'd have some other I, problems. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be back if I wasn't feeling better. Yes. <laughs> thank you for your concern. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, I know some, some people missed you, so yeah. they were, I'm sure they'll be happy to have you back this week. Um, so. So, so, so I actually have to talk about somebody cmo 25027 with a review i guess that was two days ago so i'm just going to quote this here because this is <laughs> we're starting with the reviews we're, we're oh, starting with the reviews at first i was put off by damon his sharp and direct opinion but now i'm pretty sure other than the early to bed nonsense damon is my spirit animal <laughs> preach brother <laughs> There we go. That's how we're starting the show off today. Wow. You only read that, though, because it's praising you. That's <laughs> Of course, I did. I actually skipped the bottom part, which is all you guys are great. Keep up the good content. Yeah, I was oh, going to okay. leave that <laughs> off. I mean, you, gosh. You left off the compliments for, for Trevor and I. So yeah. Par for the course. And <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Man, I never get these nice uh, these nice things in the, uh, in the uh, reviews but, but, here. But, <laughs> but you know, you're, you're the, the show lead. So, I mean, that's, you know. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's a fair point. That's you know it's you as as you've been described before who did, who called you the Simon Cowell of the show I think someone said that it's, I don't know <laughs> I don't know and I think it was okay and actually um who was it the oh my gosh I'm forgetting his name and I'm sorry the uh, the guy that won the hat um when we were when I was out on my vacation you met him in person and don't remember his uh, name Scott I'm, Scott yeah I'm sorry Scott Tre- Trevor got you yeah no Tre- <laughs> Trevor didn't even meet him but Trevor got it <laughs> I'm so bad with names so I, I apologize but he actually said uh he said Tre- he said uh Damon says all the things that I'm thinking but don't say there you go <laughs> so, there's something to that effect and Scott you can email me and correct me if I'm wrong but <laughs> it's something to that effect so oh uh, wow that was a fun place to start the show today yeah I love that yeah, that's good stuff. So, um, so who wants to, who wants to read this first thing here? Uh, we got some DVC news. We always like to start with DVC stuff. I'll so, go first. What's that? I said I'll go first. All right, cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, apparently DVC is surveying members on possible new locations. Uh, first of all, I didn't get the survey, so I I think that's kind of rude. Um, I did not either. I did yeah. not either. Wow. For the so okay. Somebody wants to email DVC on our behalf and let them know about that, you know, we didn't get our surveys, but, uh, <laughs> to be um, fair, I think I might be blacklisted because I might have shared my survey with somebody that I shouldn't have shared it with. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Tom, you can't do that. I know you can't do that kind of yeah. stuff. Maybe so, I might not be able to get surveys anymore. Yeah. So, so specifically what they were asking members was to rank their interest in a range of new destinations, including Hong Kong, San Francisco, Vail is that what that says? Vail, Colorado. Yeah, that's like, and, and maybe that's a that's a big uh, ski area. Okay, I I don't know anything about Colorado, so I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Um, it looks no, like, you're you know, right. You you had okay. it. Um. So yeah, I guess kind of an interesting spread of locations. Um. What do you guys think about that? Like, I, I guess it, that's kind of the question of you know if if you wanted a DVC resort, where would it be? Yeah, I, I think this is interesting. I, I don't. Part of me is reading this and think it's more about the the RCI stuff about you know the 
the exchange uh, and maybe them trying to change up some of the offerings there. I know, I know they don't probably don't have control over it with RCI or, or maybe have limited control of it over it, but uh, it doesn't, I don't feel like they're going to build a DVC resort in Shanghai, <laughs> like, you know, or, or they're going to build one in uh, Hong Kong or Miami. You know, it, I feel like this is more around, uh, you know, the RCI exchange or, or maybe they're moving to a different exchange. Maybe they're going to move, work with a different company or another, uh, you know, an additional company, um, that we'll be able to trade points into. Uh, but when I read this, my first thought was, was that, that it wasn't necessarily going to be a DVC resort, uh, outside of the parks, but maybe just one that you can trade into. But, uh, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it would be good to, you know, uh, branch out, and have some uh, resorts elsewhere, uh, you know, that, that you could uh, the outside of RCI because RCI is a little restrictive, um, you know, because you, you have to like kind of transfer your points over to RCI, and there's a yeah, whole process with that. Yeah, it's very limited. But I, I guess the way I look at it though is because they've been selling Alani for a while, right? And they're they're I don't know if they're done with Alani. Honestly, I I haven't really looked, but. I believe me, it's still for sale. I think yeah, it's still for sale. But but to me it kind of sounds like, you know, they're they're lining up the next thing beyond Alani, right? Because you know that that's been out there for a long time. Before that they had um uh Vero Beach and, and Hilton Head as, you know, non theme park resorts. I wonder if maybe Disney is trying to keep one one like other resort in their back pocket as a as a new Alani, right? Cause you, cause you know, people kind of, uh, people who buy into DVC, um, th- there is always that question of, you know, you know, you're buying a timeshare at Disney. So that means you're just going to go to Disney all the time. Like, like, you know, you, you get that question, right? Yeah. From, yeah. From like, people. Oh, do you want to just always go to Disney? Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, I think maybe this is, I, I'm thinking this might be their, their, their way of kind of addressing that stigma is, you know, maybe they are looking at expanding their resorts because then people go, oh, you know, it's not just Disney. You know, we've got like, like we know about RCI for, for those of us that know about Disney, but, um, but it, it gives you a bunch of other resorts. So, so you, as it is, you know, people, you can already say, oh yeah, I can go to Hawaii or I can go, I can go to these other places, but maybe Disney's just trying to, to round that out a little better. I wonder how booked Hilton Head is regularly. Well, I was able to get a re- reservation during the winter time there. It was January. So, I mean... See, that's but, what I, w- I wonder but, from a cost-effective standpoint. I mean, so, right, so Vail... I, I, the only one that kind of makes sense to me is... Well, I mean, I guess San Francisco is the same thing. You know, Vail's interesting because is it a winter month thing? Or are you skiing all year round in Vail? I, I don't know. I'm not a skier, so I don't really know. Yeah, but either. it seems like Hilton Head is one of those places that's really good in the summer and got to be down during the winter so do they does it make sense i mean to put something in a location without a park that may only get you know i guess vacation sort of people to it i go i'm sorry trevor go ahead sorry i I was just gonna say i um so i actually live very close to a bunch of ski resorts so i and actually coincidentally i i just got back i was out uh um, I was in Canmore, Alberta for anyone that's, that's been out to like Banff, Canmore area. There, there's lots of ski resorts that during the summer, they, they do rotate what they offer. Like they, they always try to make sure that they do have year round, um, tourism. So it's not like, um, a, a lot of ski resorts, it's not like they just shut down during the summer and it's like, 
they don't make any money. So I could see Disney offering it as, you know, Hey, here's a ski resort. But also during the summer, you know, we have all these, um, you know, mountain activities like, you know, biking, there's, um, depending on how close they are to rivers and stuff, there's rafting and stuff like that. So maybe like an Alpine slide or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I could see them kind of swinging that as, you know, it, like a like a big extension of Wilderness Lodge, I guess, is the way I look at it, because <laughs> Wilderness Lodge is very similar to the place I was staying at when I was out in Canmore. <laughs> well, I think I think looking at this, though, too, it's it's worth noting that a lot of these locations do currently have Disney parks in them. Right. I mean, you're talking about Shanghai. Um, you're talking about, um, oh, gosh, Tokyo. Uh, there's at least Ooh. one more on here that I'm missing. I, uh, Paris. I would go for Tokyo. I would really go for a Tokyo resort. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that would be really cool. I I would like I would like to see those because I, I we you know my wife and I have like our bucket list goal of visiting every park in the world at some point. Um, so it would be nice to have DVC resorts in those places, that specific DVC resorts, because I believe uh, and I, actually uh, one of our listeners had written in that they've done this. You you can. Um, use your DVC points for some of the foreign locations, some of the foreign ho- hotels uh, at the parks. But uh, I don't know what the exchange is for them. I don't know if it's as bad as like, you know, doing a moderate resort at Disney World or if it's, you know, if it's if it's comparable. Uh, and that's not something I've looked into before. But, um, you know, I know you can do that now, but it would be nice to have a dedicated DVC resort. But I don't know how that would work. Like, would they sell like would they sell contracts? in Hong Kong, you know, like, yeah, how does that, how does that work? Th- that's where you're right. That, that does get weird because everything right now is currently in the U S right. So exactly. Yeah. So, so selling a contract outside the U S I'm sure there's a whole bunch of hoops or, well, actually I shouldn't say that. I mean, I, I, I'm in Canada and I bought, uh, I bought two DVC contracts and I mean, it, for me, it wasn't a very big deal. But actually, I guess to that point is I didn't realize this until I was in the process of buying everything is that in Canada, I guess the only uh, uh, provinces that can buy stuff from DVC or or buy contracts is uh, Ontario and Alberta. So I I think there's there's some provincial level stuff that stops us from from buying stuff. So, yeah, you're right. That, That does pose a lot of very interesting questions if they did go down that route. Yeah, and that's part of why I think it's going to be more of an exchange type of thing as opposed to like an actual DVC resort where they sell contracts and points and all that fun stuff. Because it's just it, it seems like it would be really complicated to make that happen and make that work. But you know, if if yeah. I were to vote, you know, where I would want this to be, I would say you know where they have the resorts. Um, but I mean, I think it would even though I don't ski, I would probably enjoy going to like a ski lodge for like a a long weekend and and you know I, I like I think that would be kind of fun. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't skied in years either, and yeah, it's <laughs> they're very nice. It, it's very uh, for for the sake of just having somewhere to get away to. Yeah, um, go out to the mountains for anyone that hasn't done it yet. <laughs> well, and and Walt Disney was looking at opening a uh, like a ski resort at one point, and I, yeah. I, my memory is failing me here, but I'm not re- remembering where it was. But that was something he was gonna do at some point, um, but that just never ended up, ended up happening. But anyway, I think this is interesting. I, I, you know, these surveys usually are pretty, indic- you know, indicative in, of what they're what they're looking at. You know, they they don't just throw surveys out for no reasons. They 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 have this idea or they have this thought, 
and they want to, you know, gauge interest, right? So it's, it's not just for no reason. So any other thoughts about that before we move on uh, to, to something else here? No, let's talk about DVC resorts that we know are coming. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk, and talk about food, right? Yes, you know? food. food's good. I like food. Yeah, food's good, right? So... Uh, so it's being reported that um, the uh, Reflections, uh, which is, you know, not the name of a, a drug rehab facility that's being opened on Disney property. It's the name of the new DVC slash, uh, <laughs> you know, regular resort. <laughs> I still I can't get over the, the Reflections. This is ha- for, for everyone that knows us. This is Haunted River Country that we're talking about. <laughs> that's right. Haunted River Country. <laughs> I need to make a shirt for Haunted River Country. Yes. Damon, we need to make a Haunted River Country shirt. How great would that be? Yes. You know, the problem I think with it is is that you'd need some sort of cool graphics to go around it. You just can't say Haunted River Country. Like we maybe have to come up with a ride. Man. We'd have to we'd have to have we'd have to have a graphic artist. If there's any graphic artists listening that are willing to donate their time (laughs) to make a Haunted River Country shirt. My thought is just taking the River Country logo. Ooh, and now you get into some some bad territory though, Trevor. You know, Yeah, I know, but okay, but 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 like really twisting it so that it looks very like broken and run down, right? So like so you get past that point of it, like zombify being, it, like zo- yeah, yeah. Because yeah, then, then you're into a you're into a parody zone there. You're not you're not just copying it, right? There you go. Yeah. Once you throw the parody in there, then it's then it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Listen, I see some people straight up using like you know Disney property on shirts, and and they seem to be be okay. But <laughs> it's not the way to be, Tom. It's not the I, way to be. Listen, I understand. I understand. We're, we're, we'll just start up a legal fund that our uh, people can, uh, our listeners here can <laughs> donate to. Um, Get us out when, of jail. <laughs> d- yeah, for when Disney eventually sues us. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so um, for those not familiar, uh, this has been uh, announced. It was announced a little while ago. Uh, it's it's on the old side of river country we we speculated that they were uh, well we hoped that they were going to build a haunted river country resort but instead we're getting uh reflections uh which i feel like i need to say in like a soft soothing voice like reflections <laughs> you know like it just <laughs> you, yeah, you, need, you need some uh like piano backing music as you, oh yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> or and and a, and a and a warning about the side effects or something i don't know but <laughs> um so anyway <laughs> they're building this this huge hotel uh, 900 rooms, but uh, why this is the new the news? We already know this, but uh, apparently they're going to be building a uh, a full on table service restaurant in the lake. Well, not in the lake, over the lake, let's say. Um, and you know, obviously that's going to provide some amazing views uh, and be a really cool concept. And they really did. They just did this recently with the I believe it's called Three Bridges. Yeah, at Coronado Springs. Yeah, at Coronado Springs. And yeah. I, I really love this idea. I think this would be really cool, and this is a place I'd want to check out, but I don't know what you guys think. I'm I'm down for trying anything like that. Um, I, I guess, is it floating, or is it just that they they built it? Like, it, is the structure just out over the, the water, like the bungalows you see at the Polynesian? I guess... I think it built, like, like the bungalows. Like, it's right. on, like, you know, supports. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's cool. I mean, it's, you know, um, I, I'm sure it'll have awesome views and you can probably, I would assume it, it is on Bay Lake, but you can probably get a decent fireworks kind of view from there. 
assuming that the tower is not in the way. <laughs> I'm just about anything that's table service, honestly. I mean, new restaurants are always great to try. Right? Just, just bring something funky. Bring some, some different foods. That's what I would like to say. You mean like weird stuff? like? Uh, I don't mean like, you know... Octopus, you know, we are. I like and octopus. So. Well, there you go. Okay, so I mean, for Trevor, that's not weird, but for me, I'm not a seafood person. Um, I'm, with I'm with you on this statement. That's weird. <laughs> I, I would, I would just like some, you know, different takes on food, right? Like that. That's all. I've been watching too much Food Network, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, I would like some different takes. You know, I, I think that they should get in signature chefs for for all these restaurants, and you know, kind of put their own take on something a little different. Everything needs to be fusion food of some sort. It doesn't need to be fusion food. It just needs to be <laughs> different. Yeah, no, I I agree, right? Because, like, to I don't point, want burgers. I can get burgers yeah. everywhere. Like, sure. Yeah, but the, if you tell me there was burgers with, like, between waffles with ice cream on them, then, oh, okay, well, that might be interesting. <laughs> mm. That tastes weird. No, ice cream? With on there? Ice cream, yeah. You, sweet and savory thing? You could but, but it doesn't even have to be yeah. sweet ice cream. It could be... Chipotle ice cream. You can get some coffee I mean, ice cream on okay. a steak. Yeah, I think that oh, would that's, work. This is this. Now we're really we're going a little crazy here. Um, I mean, based <laughs> on the theme of the resort, I feel like it's going to be like Whispering Canyon style. Like it's going to be like a, a woodsy type of thing to it. Don't you think? That's what I would guess. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but but kind of to what Damon's saying is like you can go to a lot of those places, and it's like all they offer up is you know here here's our house burger. And it's like a burger, but they add like one extra fancy ingredient or something. It's, it does need to be something like, yeah, like, like they have to put some thought into it. They have to make sure that whatever it is they're offering, you know, maybe it's their, uh, I would say probably not locally sourced, but cause I mean, that's, I don't even know what you could source from the Florida area, but living with the land sourced. Oh, you could, you yeah. could get gator. You get gator. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe that says, you know, maybe, maybe part of it is that, you know, they, they reach out to some local vendors and they get something unique from the area so that, so that it's not just burgers and fries, so that it's actually, you, you get a better picture of the kind of food that's offered there. I mean, that, that's for me would be something interesting. I, I mean, I, I'm with you. Um, and, and, Damon, would you eat, would you eat alligator? Would you? <laughs> no, see, I'm not looking for like the diversity of the protein. You just want I'm something. looking for the accoutrement of the <laughs> proteins. All right, Ooh, I, I, we're using big words on the show today. This is great. Um, I, I see. For me, I'm. It's not that I'm not all about the food because I am, but I'm willing to overlook food for experience. So for me, oh wow, really. Not completely. Like, if it's something is awful, then n no. But I mean, so then you're I'm, not really. No, but I mean, if if it's if something is just average, but it's like a really good experience. Like, okay, so uh, sci-fi uh, dined in, right? So yeah. I've been there a couple times mm -hmm. where it's been just okay, right? It's been good, but not like the best meal I've ever had. But That's it's deep. such a fun restaurant that I'm kind of like I keep going back to it, and and they keep changing the menu. So you know, there's there, it's new all the time, but. I'm just, you know what I mean? Some of those things like that, I am okay with it. Like Chef Mickey's is another good example. Chef Mickey's is not that good, all right? It's a buffet. Chef Mickey's is trash. 
Just straight up yeah, trash. I, I, I would not use that as a good example. Well, you know what? For breakfast, it's fine. A breakfast buffet is hard to screw up. So, but, um, you know, I, for me, it's the experience, right? So that's a lot of it is, is enjoying the experience. I did Crystal Palace okay. on this last trip. I mean, the food was fine for breakfast, but it, it wasn't anything special. But, you so, know, the so, pictures we got of my daughter with the characters were totally worth the meal. You know so, what I mean? So let me ask you the question then, though. So you go to Chef Mickey's, you're going to go back? Uh, no. no, I mean, exactly. not every so, trip. No. <laughs> right, but so what, what, what I'm, I'm looking for is a restaurant yeah. that I could go back to, right? Because what's yeah, the, yeah. the Italy restaurant? The uh, one that's good? You're talking about Via Napoli? You're talking about... Um, yeah. yeah. The sit-down one that's not just pizza. Well, oh, 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 right? oh, I'm sorry. You're talking uh, about... Um, Trattorino. Well, yeah, whatever that one is, right? Yeah. There's that I'm one, sorry. but then there's also Tutto Italia. Whatever. All I'm saying is that that restaurant... I'd go back a few times. I'm not yeah. going back to Chef Mickey's, right? I'm not going back to a few other places. Give me something that has a diversity, you know, to the point where I want to go back, right? For people that are DVC, I think this becomes a little bit more important than people that are going for one time every, you know, X amount of years, you know, and that's not to say that's not necessarily just DVC people, but in general, if you're going to be there a lot, I, I'd like options and, and I'd like them to be a little different. That's, I guess, what I'm getting at. So if the, if this is going to offer something like that, I'm all in because I like sitting down. So, I mean, I think that's, you know, I, I'm just hoping they do something mm-hmm. like that where I can look at the menu and go, okay, I would eat four or five things here. Not where I look at the menu and go, all right, well, there's one thing I would eat here or it's a buffet and I don't come back. But, but does different only apply to the food? Because, you know, to me, sitting out so, on the uh, lake and, you know, it... I see for for me sitting out on the lake and maybe seeing the fireworks, maybe seeing the the sure. you know, water parade go by. How many times are you doing that though? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's true. You're doing it once, and then you go, okay, I've had this experience, and and I get that, right? The Sci-Fi yeah, yeah. Diner is the perfect example of that for me. Yep. I went. Okay. I don't know if I need to go back, right? Like, because <laughs> the food wasn't great. I mean, it was fine, but it wasn't great. So I go, all right, Sci-Fi Diner was kind of cool, but do I go back? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you make a good point there, David, because we, we actually did the same thing with sci-fi diners that we we went there years ago. And then when we came back with our son, we took him there and we were all excited about it. But then the food was OK. And then we went to primetime 50s diner, which had much better food. And now we've been back there multiple times because we enjoyed the food that much more at primetime 50s diner. Yeah. So yeah, no, you you absolutely have a good point there. Is that yeah, if the, if what they're offering is not if if there's not a good spread of stuff and if it's not you know interesting food, then I don't want to go back there. And it, and that makes it especially worse for them if since this is a DVC resort restaurant, is like you said the 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 people that are going to majority be going there are DVC members, so. The, yeah, the, the idea I think is that they want them to come back and they want them to keep keep entertaining that place. So, well, so I get the feeling though, based on the theme of this resort and based on where they're going to locate it, that it's going to be like Artist Point, uh, you know, two point Like I, you know, we get, they got rid of Artist Point because nobody was there, but I feel like this is going to be that kind of restaurant where it's like a good. 
uh, a really good place to go on a date with your wife, you know, like it, it, where it's a candlelit kind of thing and it's, you know, a very upscale, very signature dining. That's what it feels like to me. I don't think it's going to be an environment where, because I mean, there's there's already kind of an example of this, and and that's Narcusi's at uh, at, at Citricos, right? I mean, at Citricos, <laughs> at a Grand Floridian. Wait, what? Right? Because we were talking about Citricos last episode, and ah. that's why I was just thinking of Narcusi's <laughs> and Citricos. Anyway, uh, so Narcusi's is is like this. It's it's out over the water, and you know you get a really get some really cool views of Magic Kingdom, and and the food's pretty good, and it's a nice like date night place. But and that's kind of what I'm thinking this is going to be. If I had to guess uh, that it's going to be, you know, very nice restaurant, uh, upscale food and, and, you know, really nice views. Just, I mean, it's just peaceful out on the lake. I mean, it's going to be really cool. I would hope if they do it, that they have a place where you can walk out and like, you know, just kind of check out the water and stuff like that. But I don't know what the liability is around that. That's, you know, (laughs) you never know. So, uh, but I don't know. That's my It's funny. What I look at for a restaurant though, is that especially at Disney, it's also got to be you know, kid friendly at the same time as being sure. romantic, right? If you can get that combination, right? Like, I, I figure there's a bunch of those that are like that, though, right? Where there's like you can do both, and I think that's what we look for. Like, with that, what's the Animal Kingdom one? I mean, that's just a nice setup that they have going there. Um, which which one? one? The sit down one. Well, there's a lot of sit down. Uh, oh, you're talking about Sanaa? The the one in oh, the hotel? Uh, yeah, yeah, Sanaa. Sanaa. Yeah. It's, okay, I'm yeah. guessing you're talking about Sanaa. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're totally right. Sanaa's a good example of it. I feel like even California Grill is a decent example of it. They, even though it's a really nice upscale restaurant, there is some, there's the, the kids menu on there is pretty good. And there's, you know, there, there's some stuff there for kids. I mean, but that one even is like borderline. So yeah, yeah I, mean, I think you're right. I mean, realistically, they, they can't, they can't not cater to kids, right? Because yeah. again, it, it is a DVC resort and I know it's supposed to be a nice DVC resort that, is already next to Wilderness Lodge, but there's still going to be families there with their kids. So, and I guess maybe the menu just may be, you know, that they give you chicken fingers and the usual That's stuff. That's always how it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's uh, always yeah, that part of the menu for the chicken fingers and the mac and cheese. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't, I guess, I, I try to get my kid to... to try other stuff but, but he does like to default back to the chicken but, but you know what you know what's <laughs> nice though is that i've been to a few restaurants where they fancy up the chicken fingers and the mac and cheese right and, and that would be also nice as well mm. yeah so it's not just your standard mm-hmm. you know yeah and then, uh, that makes sense Mickey well, let, let me design a restaurant <laughs> give me give me haunted river country and a sit-down <laughs> table service i'm good oh man i i want so badly a haunted river country shirt now and just have it only be an inside joke for the people that listen to the show. You know, the, I think it would work. I, re, I really, <laughs> I, I think our listeners would get a kick out of it. <laughs> it would be really funny. I, I, and it's, it's funny too, because we probably have some new listeners that haven't listened to the whole catalog yet. I couldn't even tell you what episode it's in. It's far back though. It's probably in like the thirties. <laughs> so yeah. So get but, on that. Go. I think actually the episode is called haunted river country. So you might be able yeah. to find it easily, but um, yep. River Country can't die, though, people. We 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 have to keep it alive, even if it's on our t-shirts. That's exactly right. Yeah, we have to keep it alive. I, I would say that we definitely need to do a shirt. I could it's, do a shirt. I would do a Haunted River Country shirt for right. my trip, for sure. Let's make this happen. All right. We're going to make this happen. Okay, we, we have a plan. Everyone that's listening, you've just heard the birth of a crazy idea and let's see where it goes <laughs> <laughs> probably nowhere uh yeah. <laughs> we'll try though we'll try to get it to happen yeah um <laughs> so i 
anything else you guys want to add about, about this before we uh, we move on to the next thing here that I, I've got written down? No, I mean, we're, we're definitely turning Goofy, though, from the logo into a zombie, right? I mean, isn't that the plan? Uh, I mean, that would mm-hmm. be pretty cool, right? Or maybe replace it with, like, uh, Zero or something from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I don't know. Cool. We'll have to... We'll have to kick it around. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah. There's a lot of things we can do with this. There's, I mean, there's, I want, I almost want to see like a water slide, like, you know, it's like broken part the way down. Yeah. Like there's so many fun things we can do with this. (laughs) (laughs) I like when we produce the show on the show. That's always my favorite thing. (laughs) So although this is really outside the show, right? It's our, it's our shirts. It's like, you know, it's, and, uh, you know, so I, we'll, we'll figure this out. Well, maybe in in the same vein, because if uh, so, I'm just going to dive right into the the next topic here, I guess, is okay. about the moderate resorts, because, you know, maybe we need to do some moderate resort shirts next. <laughs> so this is but, um I so where this came from, by the way, and I, I've been saving this question for like a month or two. So I saw one of the DVC sites brought up the question, should DVC expand to moderate resorts? And I think this was spurred by the opening of the um, uh, the Grand Casino Tower for uh, Coronado Springs because it's a moderate resort, but it, it's kind of it looks like a deluxe resort. Like I don't know if you guys have seen the pictures, but well, it's like right across the street from Riviera, right? It is, yeah, yeah, it is. So I, I think this is where it came up, but I, I think it's an interesting question, and I wanted to bring it up on here. Um, it, it falls into a lot of what we were talking about too, with logistical problems with doing this. I don't, I don't know how they would accomplish this. Um, because part of the reason why you're buying into DVC is you're buying a deluxe resort, right? Um, but at the same time, I know people really like staying at some of the moderates. I, I, I've actually never stayed in a moderate. I've only stayed value or deluxe and that's, I'm not trying to like be, you know, fancy here or anything until we bought it's DVC. It's not cost effective. It's no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. I, that I, at least that I personally have with the moderates. I know I talked about this before, but you know, if you're going to go and you want to save money, you stay at a value. If you're going to go and you're going to do it up, you stay at the higher end. What does the moderate give you? Listen, even when we were super into the theme, my kids were all about pirates and we did the Caribbean pirate room. I just don't think I'd do it again. I just don't think that the money's worth it. I'd have to agree with Damon on this one because we we did the same thing. We did the Caribbean beach and the pirate room, and um, I mean, my kid thought it was great. But um, asking him about going back there again, he like I, I think Caribbean beach specifically suffers from the problem of uh, it's a very big resort, kind of like Saratoga Springs, so it's very hard to get around, and it's. At least for us, it's not in the right position because it, it's kind of in that weird space in between Hollywood Studios and Epcot that, yeah, it's just not where I want to stay. Like, it's there, there's nothing inherently wrong with the resort. It's just not somewhere that I want to stay. And then when you talk about the rest of the, the moderate resorts, um, I, yeah, I'm just... The, the, there's nothing super interesting out there and i think this is where it kind of talks to to damon's point about you know you're either staying at the valley you're staying at the the deluxe resorts the deluxe resorts to me have a lot more like there there is a lot of interesting resorts in dvc and and the deluxe resorts that it's like yeah i want to stay at animal kingdom i want to stay at 
boardwalk. I, I want to go and check out these resorts. But then when I when I've looked at the moderate resorts, it's like they're all kind of forgettable to me, I guess. So it's like oh, if, if they made that a DVC offering, I would be like, okay, like um, yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> We're gonna get some emails now, Trevor. You're dissing I, the. Uh... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not dissing them. I'm like you know that. that, that it's fine where they are. And, and I know that there's a particular group of people that, you know, want to stay in those resorts. And like I said, I stayed at Caribbean beach. I thought it was nice, but then I stayed at the Polynesian and it was nicer. So <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so for me, I, I look at, I would, I would actually really like to stay at Port Orleans. I've heard very nice things about it. It looks very nice. I've never stayed there before. Um, and that's one that would be on my list. And, and also the, the Grand Destino Tower. That looks like a really nice resort. I mean, a really nice part of, uh, Coronado Springs. Those would be the two for me. Uh, you know, I've no desire to stay at Caribbean Beach. Or you could stay at the Riviera and wave at the people over at the Coronado <laughs> Springs Hotel. And... It's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> hey guys. I, c- I could do that. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> okay, let's, let's, Let's change this this conversation though. So let's forget the existing moderates, okay? Right. Let's say they build a brand new DVC resort that's a moderate DVC resort. Is is that something? Here, here's the thing. First of all, I don't but even what know does how that they would mean? Well, yeah. what does be, moderate mean? It would cost less. Maybe cost less per point. Okay, um, but that sounds great. But what do we lose? Uh, well, you know, usually the pools aren't as nice at the moderates. Usually, it's outside entry. Um, although, you know, some of the DVC resorts are outside entry too, but a lot of times it's outside entry. Uh, you know, it's just, I mean, they're, you know, halfway between them value and, and a deluxe. Um, I don't know what else I'm trying to think. What else is uh, are, different? Aren't you pretty much describing Saratoga Springs and old Key West? <laughs> exactly. Oh man. We're going to get so much hate mail. No, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, you're I, not I, wrong. You're so not wrong. <laughs> well, the pools, the saying. pools though are nice though at Saratoga. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The I pools mean, are but, nice. Uh, and, and yeah, I guess as a DVC resort, you you would kind of expect that. But I think maybe you, you just kind of answered the question for us. Yeah, I, I just don't think that you can even pull it off. I mean, you you have less points, but a crappier pool. That just well, that screws everything up, man. Well, and then you can't treat those points the same way, right? Because existing DVC members are gonna like, I paid all this money, like you know, unless they could only stay at that resort, which makes it you know. Yeah, I think there's there's way too many issues with with doing something like that. Yeah, yeah, because you couldn't. I mean, if you if they wanted to stay at another DVC resort, it would have to be you know more points to stay there. You know, like it would have to be extra on top of what you know every other DVC member does, and then it would just create another tier of member too. Like there's not already enough tiers of members. You know? No, I okay. think the only way that it can happen is if you they get charged the same amount of money, but that resort itself is just less points. Yeah, but they still get charged like whatever there. a new resort would be, and then that would throw everything off because then are the dues the same? You got to think about the dues as well. Yeah, it can't be. So, right? no, nah, I did, not possible, Tom. <laughs> I, I, I agree, it's say, not possible. I'm with you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say let, let's just swing it all the way into left field and say, you know. What if a value resort got DVC offerings? Like, that's just that, that's you know, just two, crazy town. Two two points a night, right? Like <laughs> two points a night. Wait, I would say uh, for it would three be sold out all over the place because I'd say yeah. for yeah months at a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could you could stay at a value DVC resort for like thirty five days, 
That would have to be like the most massive resort they've ever built. Because I, I feel like a lot of DVC members are not hung up on the deluxe thing. It would totally do that. I don't know. Maybe just me. But I mean, I wouldn't care. I would I would do it. We stayed in values before we stayed in deluxes, you know? Yeah, we, we stayed at the All-Stars as well. And, and But like I said, I, I just wanted to swing it you know, completely as far over as you could. <laughs> is Yeah, there, there is a whole bunch of reasons why... Uh, deluxe resorts are where DVC is. And yeah, I, I don't see it changing anytime soon myself. <laughs> I don't really see it changing either. I, I think it's an interesting thought, I, you know, just to, just to bring it up. But I, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I wouldn't think it would, I don't know how you'd accomplish it. Like we were saying, I, I don't, I don't even know how you'd make it work because I guarantee if you did it and you somehow made it cheaper, then there's a lot of DVC members that are going to be mad. I mean that's that's really what it's going to come down to, and and then you'd really have to really modify the system to make you know to make sense, uh, to, you know. But I don't know. Um, what about if they just kind of threw some rooms in there, kind of like they've done with uh, you know they took some rooms and they put them in Port Orleans, but they didn't sell any additional points, which I, it doesn't even make sense in timeshare world. But yeah, <laughs> but, yeah I was going to say, the, the, that's the whole thing is that it, it's a real estate thing, right? You can't just suddenly yeah. say, you know, these rooms are now DVC. You you have to have yeah a, like a real estate agreement. That That's why like the Polynesian and everything, like they have dedicated buildings that are DVC is because they they made the agreement, like, like Disney built the hotel, but then they made the agreement with DVC that this is part of your timeshare and this is part of your real estate. Yeah, I, I get it. It's I think we've different. deaded this now. Yeah. I think we've deaded this at this we've, point. We've killed this? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I thought I'm gonna, it was interesting. I'm going to start working on my DVC All-Stars shirts <laughs> next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I I never disliked the All-Star resorts. I enjoyed them when I stayed there. So. Oh, neither do I. I, I don't diss them either. I just think the the idea of DVC All Stars is amusing now. Yeah, that's true. D- DVC All Stars. <laughs> that is a funny. Yeah, you'd have to offer some really name. great perks there. <laughs> anyway, so I, I wanted to. We have a lot of listeners that are both DVC members and pass holders. I know at various times, Trevor, you have been a pass holder, and I have been still a pass holder. Oh, you still are. Okay, yeah, I am a pass until holder until the end of the well. year. <laughs> <laughs> Until the end, of, you're not going to use it again, though. Oh no, no, wait, you will on your trip in November, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So a whole bunch. Disney just announced a whole bunch of pass holder special offers, and I, you, you know, I know. I, I'm surprised I haven't heard you say, Damon, that I've listed way too many things in here, but. Um. <laughs> oh, dude, I was 100% thinking it, but then I just started surfing the web <laughs> instead because I was like, you know, I think I'm just going to tune out for a little bit. Just this seems like an awful lot. For a few, I mean, we don't have to read all these, but I, I think these are um, interesting things that they're doing with, you know, like uh, secret menus, which I don't know if you can really call something a secret uh, menu if you're announcing that it's there, but... You know, I mean, I'm definitely on board with that. Like, I think that's a great idea. I mean, I'm not even a pass holder, but like, that's something that like, I think is really cool is definitely a treat that doesn't impact the bottom line. Right. Yeah. Cause you're still paying for it. I mean, it's still, I think it's still, you still got to pay for it, but it's only something you can get if you're a pass holder, I guess. I kind of dig that to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, It feels very VIP, right? It does. Right. It feels very exclusive. Yeah. So, and you know, that's, it says, Oh, oh, the other place, one of the things is also that you get a complimentary sweet treat at one of the restaurants. Oh, you do? Yeah. I, I think because they have one right now that's at um, Sunshine Seasons, but I, I thought you had to pay for it. 
but maybe I'm wrong. Um, oh no, it's available for purchase. This says so. Yeah, you do have to buy it for that um, one. Yeah, yeah. But and I've seen it. It's uh, you know I I'm not gonna I don't want to ruin this for everybody. Don't here. ruin it, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really good. I'll say that. I mean, here's here's the thing. It's already like it's past July 29th, so actually, I think you can probably talk about it. Yeah, it's between July 29th and August 28th, so you still have a couple weeks to get it. Oh. Um, but it's uh it's like a um it's a what would you call it? It's ice cream between two cookies, basically. It's like an ice cream sandwich, um, but I think it's gelato actually instead of ice cream, and there's like sprinkles all over it and stuff. It looks really good, I, and from the reviews I've seen, it is pretty good. Um, so you can get that at Sunshine Sunshine Seasons. I've never been able to say that easily. Um, and then you have to ask for it because it's not on the menu. So, but I like this stuff. I think this is kind of cool. What? How do you guys feel about like the special character greetings too? Because they're doing special character greetings too. They, I thought they had done this kind of stuff in the past for pass holders. Where they you, have, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess it, it's kind of. Yeah, I mean, it, you, you kind of assume it's a a perk of of having the annual pass, which yeah, like like David said, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's you know, it gives you that feeling of something special. Um, the only thing that uh, annoys me is reading all these things is that they're all available from now until like September, and I go in November. So, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel good as a pass holder that can't. Uh, take advantage of any of these things. <laughs> I feel like they're trying to prop up Epcot attendance before food and wine comes. That's kind of what it feels yeah. like to me. Which, yeah. you know, I get it. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. <laughs> so, um, let's see. They also yeah. had... I, I, um, I just want some of the stuff to be around in November when I go. Like, Yeah. No, I get it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of bummed too because none of it's going to be there when I go either. So, yeah. I actually I'm, just did my Fast Passes a couple days ago. Ooh, lucky. Fun. I'm yeah. I'm sad, or I shouldn't say I'm sad, but I, I I saw the magnets coming for the annual pass holders, and I guess there's gonna be a ratatouille one available when I'm there. Which all right, whose dog is barking? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Oof. I may have to go figure out what's why nobody is listening to him. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I know. I, so, Wait, what's your dog's name? His name's Radar. Radar. Okay, that's a great yeah, name for a he, dog. He yeah. he is our radar for sure. That's, <laughs> that's, but so wait, you don't want the ratatouille magnet? Uh, no, I don't. I, I, well, here's the thing: I do want it, and it's not going to be there when I'm there. So if you want to trade, I mean, <laughs> which one are you getting? The mini one? I'm, oh, I'm getting the mini one. Yeah. Oh. Tom's probably going to put it on his car though, and use it, and draw on it, and use it to hold up <laughs> so, like envelopes okay. or something. So okay, hold on a sec. So my, <laughs> we got our pass holder magnets after we activated our pass holder, uh, and my wife only got one for some reason. I didn't get one. She's the only one that got one, and she goes, okay, "I'm going to go put it on my car." I'm like, "Are you crazy?" I was like, "The last time we put DVC and pass holder magnets on your car, they got stolen in like a week." Like, even here, they got stolen here. I don't know who stole mm-hmm. them, but they got stolen almost immediately. And she's like, no, I want it on my car. And I'm like, it's going to disappear. Let's just put it on the fridge. Yeah. But it's there. It's still there. So, I mean, we've gotten a couple weeks now, and it's still there. But wow. we have we have a special fridge just for magnets. So we have, like, the garage fridge, and that holds, like, our, you know, Disney Cruise, you know, the, all that sort of – it holds all those magnets. Remember that free magnet you could get of your family from Disney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that. Or is that a that was a sticker? Was it was a sticker or a magnet? I thought it was a vinyl thing for. I think like, it was a back yeah, window. It was a car vinyl. 
Yeah, well, we mine's, got, on we my, mine's, we on my, mine's on my uh, fridge as well. So our fridge in the garage has all that stuff on it. That's where we kind of keep all that sort of stuff. Oh, that's a good idea. I, I I have a stainless steel fridge that doesn't that was made before they figured out how to put, like, magnets in the stainless steel fridges. So I can't put anything on my fridge. Um, and it's in like, it's in our cabinets. So like there's, I have like a, like a six inch space where all the magnets can go, but still enough space for the pass holder magnet. So I'm just, I'm going to be sad if it disappears, but you know, it is what it is. But anyway, Trevor, if you want to trade a Minnie Mouse one for a Ratatouille one, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, let's do it. Cause I, I don't know why you only got one because we got three when we were there. Cause I, me- I don't know why we got one either. Well, because you each have to show your like you have to scan your magic band for your annual pass. So because they need to sh- they need to know that you actually have an annual pass, right? Well, this was just the ones that they send you just for having an annual pass. This wasn't like the special ones that you Wait, get what? like in park. I've never been sent one for having an annual pass. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe it's because you're maybe because I'm Canadian. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's because you're in Canada. Um, now I feel disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't be that disappointed. It's just it's it's a Mickey one that says pass holder on it. But right, um, I did get to order special magic bands too. I know everybody's complaining on Facebook constantly about there's not being special magic bands available, but we did we did get our special magic bands. I I got a DVC one. I got the DVC special magic band, and my wife got the uh, limited uh, release uh, Figment one. And the only you know I love Figment. You guys all know this, but I didn't get the Figment one because it is purple, and purple's just not my not my color. I'm just, I'm not going to wear purple around. So, yeah, I, I would look at that one too. And it's, yeah, it's uh, too purple. Yeah. It, it's, it just doesn't look right. We've been having the issue of, I can't find all three of the magic bands that like my son wants one, my wife wants one and I want one and they're never all available at the same time. And the way they've set up the system is that you have to buy them all at the same time. You have to buy them all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So so that yeah, makes that, it difficult. <laughs> yeah, this is an aside is that 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 is super annoying when you're trying to go through their system is that you can't just pick the ones as they come available. You have to like wait for that perfect storm of all three magic. Bands. <laughs> all three of them being available. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, anyway, yeah, we got really off topic here, but that's OK. Well, uh, I'd, I'd rather talk about magic bands than the annual pass holder stuff that I can't get anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Um, I'm mad too, cause I'm eating a coral reef this year and, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're, it's only July 29th through the 28th. You can get a complimentary dessert there too. I mean, come on, man. Like <laughs> where's my stuff there? And then there's also uh, some photo pass stuff too, uh, that are special for, um, you know, for pass holders. So I think these are cool. I, I, I like when they do stuff like this. I, I wish they would do more of this kind of stuff for DVC members and I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, the entitled DVC member that's like, give me everything all the time. Like I, I, you know, we're not entitled to anything but the rooms that we stay in. But I like when they do stuff like this. I think it's fun. And I, I don't think it would be that difficult for them to extend these things to DVC members too. So. Now, here's a question for you, though. Um, since, since everything does come with a price, is if they started doing stuff like this and said that Moonlight Magic was no longer a thing because yeah. they started doing these smaller pop-up things... Would you be okay with that? I think most people wouldn't. I don't personally care because it just seems that every time that I go, there's not an event happening. So although the the first time we went as DVC members, they had the one going at Typhoon Lagoon and we had booked it and we no-showed it because we were all really tired. (laughs) So Mm. 
which I feel terrible about um, because I know how much people want those want to go to those events. But you know, this is a bunch of years ago. But yeah, I, I just had to cancel mine because of a hurricane. You know. <laughs> Sorry, Trevor. Sorry, Trevor. <laughs> and you just no showed it. Jeez. Just no, yep, straight up no showed it. We were. <sighs> it was one of those things where we we're all like, we just kind of looked around. and It was like we need to head to Typhoon Lagoon. It's like oh, I don't know, I'm tired. It was like in the middle of our trip. You know, it was like that yeah. that middle the, part where you're just like your feet hurt. The crash and, day. Yeah, yeah. It was that. It was that part of the trip, and we just were not feeling it. So, no. I mean, I I don't want them to get rid of events like that. I think I think you you would have me more if you said if they do all these little things and then get rid of the DVC lounge in Epcot, then I'd have a problem because I like the lounge. So, yeah, that, yeah that's fair. I, I'd be a little upset about that one too. Yeah, I, I really enjoy the lounge, so I'd, I'd be sad about that going. But like I said, I think it'd be nice if some of these things extended to DVC members too. I mean, how much does it really cost them to do this stuff? I don't think that much. But, you know, then pass hold, some pass holders that are not DVC members would probably be mad that DVC is getting glommed into, you know, pass holder stuff. So <laughs> oh, you can't, the moral of the story is Trevor and David, you can't make everybody happy ever. Um, so, so stop trying. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much just stop doing anything because anytime you try to do, I mean, cause the magic band thing, you know, was nice and fun and oh, you get a discount to upgrade your magic bands and all it does is make everybody miserable and, and upset. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't care because I got mine, but I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to cancel my trip over not getting, you know, a stitch magic band, but I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, some just, people might though. You never know. Just to put it in perspective, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're about halfway through the show. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, take a, take a pause here to do our uh, ad for our friends over at um, DVC rental store. So uh, Trevor, go ahead and take it away. Yeah, for sure. So uh, are you a frequent Disney visitor and want to save hundreds, even thousands, on your next Disney trip? DVC Rental Store wants to help you book your dream vacation for less. DVC members, this is great news for you too. Want to rent your points for some quick cash? DVC Rental Store wants to work with you. They are currently renting out points at a record pace. For years, DVC Rental Store has been helping guests stay at Disney Deluxe Resorts at an affordable price while also paying members the highest price for their points. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT, that's 382-7368, and let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Again, that's dvcrentalstore.com or 1-855-DVC-RENT. All right. That's, that's, uh, that's good. So we, uh... We really like uh, uh, those guys over there, and uh, you know, if you're either a member or not a member, I think it, it's a great service for them. Uh, they're they're like matchmakers; <laughs> they match <laughs> so members with non-members. It's like Match.com for DVC points. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah, so go check that out. Check them out. Like I said, we we always say this on the show. You know, we appreciate when you support the people that support us. So um, so yeah, please do that. All right, so this next topic here is something that affects actually uh, most of us, actually, because we're, we're all going during the holiday season this year, although I am going during uh, Halloween, and most of these things are not Halloween. There's a, there's a Halloween part in here, but a lot of this is Christmas stuff, so holiday stuff, I should say. <laughs> so, um, But, Eddie, you guys want to go through this, or do you want me to go through it? Uh, I'm talking a lot. I, yeah. Know. Well, okay. So here, let me let me take a stab at this. <laughs> I just don't want to monopolize yeah. things. I feel like I'm always talking. Well, no, you, you keep us on track though. As uh, as much as we we 
we veer off, you, you do keep us on track. So <laughs> I think people prefer when we veer off. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, continue. All right. So, so first, uh, so animal kingdom is going to be getting an overlay. So there's going to be a new festive entertainment and holiday decor in every land of the park from dino land, USA to Pandora world of avatar, which I don't know how Christmas works on Pandora. I'll, I'll have to see how that I'll, I'm going to be very interested to see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, and then also on Discovery Island, uh, the magic of the holidays will truly come to life, is what they say, with incredible experiences both day and night. So uh, my understanding is that um, Discovery Island will have, is it a show that they're doing or is it? Uh... That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of weird how they described it here. It, it, it says, uh, um, they'll find you in the midst of a celebration of winter handcrafted by the eclectic community of artists who make the island their home. What well, so <laughs> this is the holiday and later it says a holiday gathering of winter animals realized in the form of life-size artisan sculpted puppets <laughs> frolic on discovery Island during the day. So I, I so I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> is that like, like Kevin walking around, but more of them or what? I, that's a really oh I you know what you might be right when I was thinking puppets I'm thinking like marionettes like somebody like you know standing up there and like it, no but you're probably right it's probably Kevin type thing so hmm. reindeers foxes polar bears penguins and more will interact with guests oh my <laughs> <laughs> I mean this sounds really cool I mean the the concept art for it looks really neat I, you know I I think this kind of stuff is is cool I'm glad when they do it and I, you know I I it's it's fun i the holidays are really cool around disney so anytime that they're enhancing this stuff and and truthfully i felt like in the past that animal kingdom maybe has not participated as much as the other parks you know not that like i I think that's fair though i mean no it totally is i i I don't like magic kingdom it seems obvious Like, like there's always been a big christmas presence there and then epcot because they have the around the world thing but then the other two parks i guess Maybe because I've never actually, you know, been in either of those parks during holiday season or really looked into it too much. They just don't register with me for some reason. But again, I don't think this is a bad thing. It's just I I wasn't looking for it, I guess. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, No, that makes sense. I mean, with Hollywood Studios, things have been a lot different ever since they got rid of the, um, you know, the light display. Um, That's that's been a big, you know. I got to go there the last season of it, which was really cool. Um, yeah, see, and, I, uh, I I never even saw that in the first place, so I, I have no frame of reference. <laughs> yeah, it was the you know it, it was really cool. Uh, you know, it was a, it was a really cool show, and and now they do like the uh, that was a jingle bell jingle bam there. I think they're doing that again this year, uh, and then and then they're also doing that projection show on Tower of Terror too, which is pretty neat uh, how they do that, and I, I believe that's coming back again this year. Um, so no, I, I get what you're saying. I, you know, but I think it's, I think it's cool that they've come up with a way to do this really creatively that fits in with the theme, you know, right? of animals and the holidays and stuff like that. I, I think that's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, I just, I just really want to see how, how they lay this all out. I mean, I'm, I'm really going to be watching end of October, like right before my trip is I, I have to be paying attention to what they're doing because I guess the other side of that now is that, you know, I already had a plan for going to the uh, the Christmas party in Magic Kingdom, 
and going to Epcot. But now I have to think about Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios mm-hmm. and figure out not just not just our normal, like, you know, what rides do we want to do and everything, but also taking in some of these holiday things. Seems like it's a, a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. That's, it, no, you're totally right. You're totally right. I'm curious, Damon, are you, I doubt you're doing the Christmas party, right? No, I think I am. Oh, you are going to do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I just don't know when I have to buy tickets by, like, I don't know. Do they sell out those Christmas parties? Like they do. Just, yeah. Yeah. I just don't Sometimes, know when I yeah. probably have to buy tickets for, but I, I think I'm going to, but again, would I, if my friends weren't going, mm, I don't know. Probably though. Again, like I like to do things at least once. So while I would never do the Halloween party again, I'm glad I got to do it once. Maybe I'm glad. I don't really know if I'm glad, but I got to do it once. So I can say I did it once, if nothing else. Well, if you do end up doing the Christmas party, this is a good segue into the next thing they're doing, which is they're doing uh, holiday overlays for the first time ever uh, for for uh, some of the rides at uh, at, at um, Magic Kingdom. So Tomorrowland Speedway is going to get a nice little overlay. Which really just seems like it's going to be uh, some festive music as you're driving around. <laughs> so, and well, I, then I would hope they put up some, you know, garland and stuff too, like some but, trees, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It really needs trees. The one in Disneyland is so much better themed. Yeah, that, that'd be cool if they did. Yeah. Um, and then it looks like they're doing it. They're they're doing this for Halloween too. Uh, uh, for Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, they're doing a Halloween thing, and and it looks like they're also doing a Christmas thing too. Um, so that's, that's pretty neat. Uh, and then space mountain is going to have holiday music in it, which, uh, okay. <laughs> Filled with dazzling lighting and high en- high energy holiday tunes. What does that mean? So, um, does that mean like a club remix of like jingle bells? <laughs> it, it's probably going to be a, a mashup of the song on space mountain with some holiday stuff. You've never been on space mountain, so you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I know um, what the song is, though. Okay, <laughs> but it I listen fits to Disney music well. all the time. I know it, the song, but it actually fits with the ride. It's actually like cued to the ride, so it it means more when you actually know how the ride goes. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm never going to live this down ever. <laughs> Not until you go on it. But um, so what I was leading into is that um, this to me sounds like. So in Disneyland in Space Mountain, they did Hyperspace Mountain, which is a Star Wars overlay in Space Mountain. They've also done um, at Halloween. I've never been on it, but they had uh, Ghost Galaxy, which is, again, a uh, um, a holiday-themed overlay of the ride. Um, Space Mountain actually does lend itself very well to this kind of thing because it is so dark. You can do all kinds of projections in the ride with, like... Because it, it's easy, right? You know, as soon as any light comes on, it's very visible what you're seeing. Um, and, and I think they, I, I'm actually kind of excited for this because I really liked Hyperspace Mountain. Like, I thought they did a really good job on it because, again, it wasn't, it's not just, you know, here's some, you know, blinking TIE fighters, is that they actually tune it all to how you're moving through the ride and, and it feels, it feels right. Like, it, it doesn't feel, like they stretched with the overlay. It feels like it could be part of the ride any time of the year. It doesn't so, feel like they forced it in there. It's, yeah. yeah. So I'm, okay. I'm very hopeful for this, that the, the fact that they're doing a, a Christmas overlay for space mountain, that that's, that's a first even for, for Disneyland. 
So, so the fact that they're doing that in, uh, in Florida is pretty exciting. I, I definitely will be going on that. And yeah, um, the Mad Tea Party as well is kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool that they're, because they did that for, for Halloween last year and they're doing it for Halloween again this year. So it seems like they have like the, a certain set list of rides that they'll, they'll, you know, change up for, uh, for this. I'm trying to think of what else they could even do. What other rides they, they could do fun They need with. to bring the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay <laughs> to the Oh, East gosh, Coast. yeah. That would be Cause, so cool. Because you, you guys haven't seen that either. That's that's something else, too. Like, when, you, when you're used to going on the Haunted Mansion, and then it's like it's like a brand new ride. Like, and, and then the gingerbread house that they do every year is ridiculous as well. <laughs> I watched that. I watched that, like, behind-the-scenes special thing that they had on a while ago, uh, and, and they showed the... the the gingerbread house and i'm like why did they like they made an actual gingerbread house to put in there and i'm like like no one's even gonna notice if it's not a real one like you you could easily make a fake one but they they made a legit real gingerbread house to put in that attraction and it's unique every year it's not it's amazing it, it's not that they just keep redoing the same thing it's it's and i think that's the point is that this is an outlet for creativity for the imagineers and for their <laughs> their baking staff so <laughs> yeah i think it's i think it's neat that and I, I remember watching that special too and being like shocked at how much they actually do it's not it's not like they just put some like cheesy overlays on there they like put like full-on like animatronics in there and like they're, mm-hmm. they're not messing around with that thing yeah i i would love to see that come to the east coast well there, there's a lot of yeah <laughs> well, <laughs> this, this could be a whole episode talking about it, it could be. That, that kind of stuff <laughs> But hey, Damon, if you buy your tickets ahead of time, you can save some money. You know, advanced tickets are cheaper. So, so there, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to get them. I just I haven't gotten around to it. I've been very lackadaisical for this vacation planning. I'll be honest with you. I have so. been too. That's so funny because, like, I've been really lazy for this upcoming vacation. I don't know why. I think it could be because of what time of year it is. Like when it's. In the summer, it becomes a little bit easier to plan because you're just like, oh, please get me to the summer and vacation time because, you know, the kids are out of school and this, that, and the other thing. And that's normally when we vacation. But because this is at a weird time, I'm kind of thrown off a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. I I think for me, mine is that I'm going, I have a party of seven people. We've never done a trip this big before. Two of them, my my one family member has never been to Disney before. The other one, my, my dad has not been there since he... Uh, played trumpet in his marching band in front of the castle in high school. So, <laughs> so it's, um, it's been, no, I, I, I make, you, I just, I you are the tour it. guide is what it is. Yeah. I think that's what it is, is, is I'm more concerned about everybody else having a good time. And like, so there's a lot of stress around that is like making sure that everybody's needs are taken care of and, and everybody's going to enjoy what we're doing. So, yeah, it, actually, it's I funny. Never, we, uh, so, so we're going on another tangent here. So just, That's deal a, with yeah, it. just, you know, <laughs> um, we need sound effects for this. We need like a, I just need to come in with a thing that says tangent. And yeah. Just, <laughs> um, dude, dude, be wear at the button. That's the problem. That's, that's, that is the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you'll need to get a, you'll need to get a mechanical keyboard because those last forever. Um, <laughs> yeah. So go ahead. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I was going to say we're, we're actually, um, our trip kind of evolved this year too, that, um, now my parents are coming with us on our trip. So, it changed from like I had everything planned, and then, uh, and then my parents were coming, or now they're coming with us, and we're like, oh, we have to 
or I have to kind of change things around because it's funny, even though they said, you know, we're just going to go with you and we're going to go with the flow and and they haven't been in a long time. So that, so they're saying, you know, we don't know what's going on there. So we'll just follow you guys around. But in the back of my head, I'm going, I got to make sure that they do, you know, these things because like I, it's not that they're gunning for them. It's that I feel that they need to do them. Mm -hmm. So, so that's on me, but it kind of goes into the same thing you were saying, Tom, that, you know, I don't want them to be disappointed or I don't want them to not have a good time. So I'm doing a whole bunch of extra work now just to make sure that they're, that I, that what we do ends up being, you know, not just fun for us, but fun for them as well. Right. Because, you know, I don't, I don't want to plan it that, you know, we're like, okay, well, you know, we're going to go off and, you know, do all these rides and everything. And you guys can sit on the bench and, and, you know, we'll see you at dinner or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. it's, it, it's weird when you start planning for people outside of your immediate family. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's, it definitely is. And it's, I, I it, like you said, it like, it blows up your whole trip, right? Like you got to basically figure everything out again. Right. Yeah. And, and so it's yeah. not bad though. Like, it, no. it, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's different. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing. I'm just, you know, I just worry about them having a good time. That's all. Um, but I, I, I'm sure they will. I know they will, but it's just, it's a lot more stress on you. Cause you're like, if, especially when you're the one making all the decisions, if we go to a restaurant and everyone hates it, it's like, it's your fault. You know, it's like, yeah. this, this is wow, your fault. See, I don't think like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't care. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, they're going on the trip. I mean, they, they didn't hire you. Right. I mean, a family or no family. I mean, you just got to do what you got to do. That's, you know, that's true. They didn't. I'm, you know, doing it all for free, right? <laughs> exactly. I think just helping yeah. plan is sometimes good enough, right? At the end of the day, I mean, you can't listen. Legitimately, you you can't do a one week trip and do everything anyway. That's it's just not possible. No, yeah. you're you're right. I, I guess the way I look at it, for for at least my family, is that you know my my parents from when I was really young, they, they took us and they always, you know, did their best to make sure that we had a good time. So it's like, I feel like I, I know that they're not probably going to go back again after this because they Disney, it's not that it's not their thing, but they have other places that they want to go and everything. So it's like, I feel like I have to, you know, do right by them by, you know, making sure that it's a good trip and making sure that, you know, you know, I plan things in such a way that, but, but think about it like yeah. this. That legacy isn't your you back to your parents. That legacy is you to your children. Well, you got to kind of think about it like that. You're right. It, it, it's it, it's not a legacy thing. It's just more, you know, like they did it for me. So I feel like I want to do the same thing for them. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a weird hang up thing, I guess. And, and you know, every every family's kind of got their own <laughs> of course. things, right? So, <laughs> yep, yeah. yep, you know it. <laughs> so, all right, so we can skip the Disneyland news until I get off. Let's do the other two things. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I, I, you guys are going to talk forever <laughs> on this stuff, and it just you know th- these are two things that this time around I'm kind of like a little jealous about. So I don't even know if I want to talk about. Oh, because these two things that are coming to Disneyland, yeah, you wish they were coming to Disney World. Yeah, I wish they were. I might actually have to take the take the trip at this <laughs> just point to, just to do this stuff well let, yeah. uh, let's talk about it then let's yeah. oh you can't we can't go on forever about it though you're okay. cutting you're cutting up against my bedtime again right? <laughs> as as says simo 25 whatever whatever would say <laughs> <Simo> 25. <laughs> that's amazing um 
Trevor, you want to do this one? Or Damon, you want to do this one? Sure. Disneyland? Yeah, love it. Ride vehicle concept art has been revealed for the Spider-Man ride. According to rumors, guests will be able to sling webs like Spidey in the new ride, but... The information is this, is this you paraphrasing somebody else? But the information above does make it sound like maybe there's more abilities. Or this is you cutting and pasting this is from not, somewhere else? No, this is you know this is me cutting and pasting. So oh, okay, so I, <laughs> I can paraphrase what you've got sure. here. Yeah, you can paraphrase. Yeah. Um, it looks interesting in terms of again, everyone has to see the pictures. Tom will probably include them with the with the post. But it, it does seem like an interesting sort of um, ride vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with that front end being, like, all glass window in the front, like, that looks kind of cool. That's very augmented reality to me. Well, I could see that. But, I mean, Spider-Man, is it going to be, like, I could see if it was Iron Man, but Spider-Man, you think? Augmented reality? Well, yeah, because, I mean, it... it. Uh, they can oh, you're use... thinking, like, yeah, so you'll see stuff, not that you're going to, like, have a HUD or anything like that. I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, it, it basically acts as another layer of 3D, right? So, So you can get... A th- I think with something like that, you can get a more 3D experience without everyone having to wear 3D glasses. Yeah. That well, and these are trackless vehicles, too, it looks like, from what I'm seeing. Yeah. I thought I read somewhere, and it wasn't in this article, I thought I read somewhere, too, that these were also going to have some sort of ability to leave the ground at some point. Um, and I don't know what that actually means, but I remember remember we had, there was a patent forever ago. Where, with the swinging. Yeah, with the swinging, thing, yeah. right? And we assumed it was a Spider-Man ride. So I, I don't know I, I don't know how they would do that with these ride vehicles, but uh, it looks like it's a trackless ride, right? Yeah. I, I mean, it could be like Universal. And I don't think it was King, the original King Kong, or was it? They had a, the trolley car was kind of cool, the way yeah, they yeah, did yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if it's how does it start off on the ground like this and then somehow not be on the ground anymore? I have no idea. But, I mean, that's for Disney to figure out. But these look pretty cool. Mm -hmm. The ride vehicles do look cool. Oh, good. So so I'm in control here, right? I mean, all right, Tom, that was great. All right, right, we're done with that. Good job, Tom. (laughs) All right, so we also get the first look at the new microbrewery themed to Ant Man. This is weird to me, like, that it's a microbrewery. Like, I just am not on board with that. Like, I get it. But like, man, it seems very it's, not kid friendly. It's it's weird to you that it's a microbrewery, or is it, it's weird that it's themed to Ant Man? No, no, no. I'm okay with the the Ant Man portion of it, but a microbrewery just kind of like, what's a microbrewery? As your kids, you know, ask you like that that sort of thing. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, if, I don't know. If you've been to California Adventure, it's it's not as kid centric as. Disneyland is it, okay. Like, I I feel that that's kind of where they've been trying to take California Adventures. That they're trying to make it like it does have more of a nightlife. It, it was the place where they did a lot of uh, like um, like late night dance parties and stuff like that. And there was actually a, a winery in there at one point, Be, like because they when they were doing when they're really heavy into like the you know here. Everything in here has to be themed about something around California. They had a full winery in one section of the park. Okay. So I feel that they're still trying to keep that. And also the fact that it is, because uh, in Disneyland you can't get alcohol, but in California Adventure you can. I think they're really trying to push that as far as they can, saying, you know, this is the place you go if you want to, you know, that adult nightlife and all that kind of thing for locals. But it's, it's still a ride at the end of the day. 
Yeah. The, well, yeah, but I don't know why. I, I still don't get the cross between Ant Man and Microbrewery. I'm I'm still trying because it's, it's micro. micro. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. Stupid play on words, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I mean, you're not wrong. It's, <laughs> but I don't know. It says it's got some pretzels that are going to shrink and enlarge. So I, we can assume that there'll be pretzels as, um, some sort of food concept as well. Right. Well, they're saying that it's going to be like a quick service kind of restaurant. So, mm. so there's that, but it, yeah. So what this says is, uh, where's that? Where's that at? Um, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. But yeah, there was something about how... Oh, so this is just a sit-down e-place. It's not an actual ride. Yeah. No, yeah, oh. it's, just, yeah it's just a restaurant. Oh, I thought it was a ride. Yeah, no, that's no, what no. makes it even more, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm okay with that, then. That's okay. All right, I, I, I misread. My apologies. It, it, I thought it was a ride as well, and I was kind of like, oh, a ride? Like, a microbrewery as a, a sit-down, that's fine. Were yeah. you hoping that you get to the end of the ride and they spray you with beer or something? I, I didn't really know. Like I, I, I was ill prepared for this portion because I, you know, it's Disneyland after all. So they do have. I mean, there is an Ant Man and, and the Wasp uh, ride in. Oh gosh, one of the ones overseas. I want to say Hong Kong. I think. I think it might be Hong Kong. It just opened recently. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think this looks pretty cool, especially if they have like cool special effects, like, like it was talking about with the pretzels shrinking and enlarging, you know, that's kind of (laughs) neat. Just keeping with the theme of it. As long as it's not just like a building, you know, it it looks like this is a really, really highly themed to Ant-Man and, and which is, I I think a decently underrated movie. I I, I like the Ant-Man movies, but, um, yeah, I know. I think it's kind of cool. So. I'll try to steal some of these pictures off of here. I don't know if these are, I don't think these are publicly available, so I'll have to, I'll have to see if we could post these. So, well, if they're um, on, I mean, you got them from their site, so. That's true. We'll just Wait, give what them site? This is, uh, it's, this oh, is other from, sites? This is, <laughs> this is yeah. from WDW News Today. Uh, they get uh, some leaks sometimes from sources, so. I, I would, I don't think we should post them then. I think we should adhere to the, adhere to the, the, the actual process. Yeah. But probably. you can find them if you would like. Yes. On other sites. Yes. Let's we, put it that way. We told you the place you can find them. So we'll post some other cool pictures. There we go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. Well, I think this is cool. I'm 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 psyched for it. I, I think it's neat. So uh so how about how about this next thing here? The the patent for augmented reality glasses. Let's talk about this. Because I think this is pretty cool. Um so Disney filed a patent for think kinda like Google Glass, if you remember that where they're basically glasses that you put on that are augmented reality, um, which, you know, there's some interesting things in here that they describe in the patent, but uh, let's see what they say. Uh, Provide spectators with additional information. Uh, So basically, like, an example that they put here is like a football game uh, where a casual observer might not understand the rules. Uh, This, you know, the headset would maybe display the first down marker or useful information on it. But... I think that's smoke and mirrors by them. I don't think that they're really talking about, you know, this yeah. for... A, I mean, they're talking about rides, like, I mean... That's what I'm thinking. <sighs> I don't know, man. No, and so, so to me, what this says is, you know, you know, you go watch the, the Frozen stage show, right? And when Elsa does her, you know, magic thing, is that, you know, you're wearing augmented reality glasses instead of her just doing, you know... Then the why motion. am I even at a live show? Hmm? Why am I even at a live show, then? Because again, they're they're further enhancing the effects of said show. So then you 
So yeah, like there's uh, there's stage effects, but then you also get these. Additional... I know what you're saying, but I would yeah. have the same question. Why am I even at a live show then? I know. Right. I mean, for hundreds of years, we've been able to enjoy live shows without this. Like, it, it, to me, just my opinion, is that if you're going to use this for a ride, great. But for live events, I'm there to see the people. I mean, whatever effects that they have me. Gosh, I saw Lion King on Broadway, and, you know, they were people holding up puppets, really, at the end of the day, right? And it was phenomenal. Um, I I don't need this. I don't, I don't need this. And I think these things are going to break it that's part of the problem with these you know augmented reality headsets is they're expensive you have to clean them i mean mm-hmm. go ride some of this stuff at the other parks yeah. like at sea world they have the kraken or at um bush gardens they have the fairy whatever irelandy thing right like nah i'm good well oh well, no that's vr though for yeah but i'm saying right. you still have to clean yeah. all that stuff right like i mean nah i'm good well, I mean, well, they do that with the 3D glasses already, but yeah, I guess if, if these have any kind of like electronics built into them, that just makes them a hundred times harder to maintain. <laughs> yep. Well, and stealable. I mean, people would steal them, and you know, that's. I I believe I remember saying I remember hearing Bob Chapek say, um, you know, the head of Disney Parks. I think he said at one point that they will never do VR in the parks, just because of all the reasons you just described. It, it slows down loading time. I mean, they have Pandora though. I mean, that's VR. Yeah, but it's not like a headset that you're wearing. They're 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 talking about things with like an actual VR yes. headset. Uh, it's a parks. pain because if you go to other places. So it was funny when we were at um, SeaWorld. Kraken wasn't even doing VR. Actually, I don't think they do VR at all anymore on that ride where they used to, right? So that's one thing that just went out because of that. And then when you go to um, Bush Gardens to do that, gosh, I forget the name of it now. It's again, it's in Ireland. It's some fairy magical adventure thing. Man, people's headsets don't work or people are, you know, in, you know, the, the can't, they're in the, like looking at the bottom or they're looking at the top. Like it's, it's always a disaster. Oh, yeah, the calibration inside of the yep. VR space, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Always a disaster. And, we, you know, when we did the – and this is a little different because this is, you know, you had a, had a gun and, and we're feeling, you know, but, getting but shot with stuff, you know, and what is it called? Um, it's the a, void. Yeah, yeah, so it's a lot less time. And you think about how long it takes them to set you up. Oh, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, that's exactly what my point is. Like, they had to, those things are so heavy, they have them up but, on, like, winches, and, like, they, like, lower them on, onto you. But, like, can you imagine that? But we got away from what we're actually talking about, right? So we're talking about augmented reality over that's VR, yeah, right? So yeah. augmented reality, though, it's just uh, you're not augmenting my experience. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to put something on my face to watch a show in front of me. But I, I Trevor, I, I like the idea that you're going with, with, you know, the Frozen and the magical stuff, but... And let me let me just see it. The shoot shoot the fake snow from you know the top of the ceiling. I'm okay with that. But but what? I'm saying you could do both though. Like they can still have the practical effects, but then if somebody chooses to have AR glasses, they're seeing that plus additional effects. So I don't think it takes away from those shows. It does because you're forcing me to put them on. There's no way well, I wouldn't put them on because they're there. Okay, and why well, wouldn't I? I was going to say, but but again, you know, it's, it's not that that you necessarily need them to watch the show. It just like, but I have to better. because they're there. Be, yeah. Because but it doesn't really make thing. it better, yeah. though. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I see your point. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I can't imagine them not getting broken by kids. Though, be honest. Like, yeah, I, true. Mean, I mean, my kids at that younger age. <laughs> Yeah. What about what about like a more limited implementation though, with like maybe like a, a guest that doesn't speak English, 
where they could see almost like closed captioning or, or you know, like uh, on the glasses as they're on a ride or something. Or somebody with a disability where they can't hear and then they could they can, you know, see the, well, you know, they could see the, the writing I mean, of I what's could, happening I, in the traction. I, I think that would I be mean, I could see that. You know what else would be actually kind of interesting is if you're doing a VIP tour and you were doing like one of the rides and you could put them on and it would have special mm-hmm. information while you're on the tour. Uh, yeah. The, and like, I could get on board with that. Things and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that would be really cool. I would definitely dig that. Like I would love if I was like riding through the the haunted mansion and like little things kept popping up like you know this animatronic is you know fifty years old like you know like, fun but see facts. see I like, wouldn't want I wouldn't want to do that unless I was on a VIP tour yeah, and I yeah. wouldn't want the option to do it if it was free because then it would just make me do it and I think that that takes you out of the environment yeah yeah it, you're right it, it has to be part of a like a, an organized tour I I, I think of because was that one Marceline to Magic Kingdom where they uh, they tour around Magic Kingdom, but um, right now it's that they have just an audio piece that you can talk to the, uh, or, or not you can talk, but the uh, the tour guide is talking and you just hear it directly in your ear. So like when they go on rides, even though the uh, even though the tour guide is on a different car than you, you can still hear everything that he's saying. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, this would be like a next level. Ooh, may, may, what if it just takes out the tour guide altogether? And the tour guide is the AR glasses. But then you don't have a plaid tour guide guiding you around and that, I mean. But maybe the the AR glasses guide you around. (laughs) Yeah, it's like turn by turn directions, right? It pops up, turn left here. (laughs) (laughs) But I want that, I want that VIP plaid guy, you know, leading me around the park because that's. No, you'll be that dude with the AR headset on instead. That's just as cool. Yeah, nobody knows who that, nobody knows what that is. The plaids are like. It, it will have a big plaid flag on the top of it. Don't worry. Or, yeah, or, or what if they put a virtual uh, plaid into it? You know, well, not have... everyone else would see it though. <laughs> well, that's okay. You would see it. No, no. Trevor's saying he's got to have other people see. That's why yeah, it's got to yeah. be a, oh, okay. like yeah, a flag like you put on, on a wheelchair or something. Like yeah, people need to head. know that you're with a plaid, right? That this is my Disney snob coming out is, you know, if you're paying for a VIP tour, that always comes with a cast member dressed in plaid, and everyone knows that those are VIPs, right? So you, you can't take away that experience. Tom, Trevor's a little snobbier than I thought. Huh? <laughs> wow. Only about certain things. <laughs> just, yeah, I mean, just a little bit. I mean, you know, <laughs> trying to think of some other fancy Tom, things that he said. I, you know. uh, I don't know. Tom, you're going to have to start um, cutting out my yawns in a minute. We have to. Uh, uh, all right, to... all right. We'll, we'll keep it going here. We'll keep it going. Well, <laughs> Man, I, I, like, I don't even want to talk about the secret Disney World project because there's just nothing about it. But so I'm going to talk about my Universal and Bush Garden. So yeah, yeah. It was it was interesting enough though that Tom doesn't like actually put any like real information in the rundown for me. So well, now, neither like, did Universal kind... in their announcement. So <laughs> <laughs> it's rampant speculation. But what about Bush Gardens? We can't get like, you know, I actually the, the... I don't know what it was. And at this point, oh. I was pretty tired when I wrote this. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they announced a, a roller coaster. Is it called the, the Pantheon? See, now, like, now I have to start looking now things you gotta, up. Now you got to look it up. See, you, you, um, take, you take my preparation for granted here. Oh, I never <laughs> take your preparation for granted. Gosh, no, there is I definitely. Um, so yeah, so it's, uh, called the Pantheon. I guess it's a, a launch coaster. See, um, it's a multi-launch coaster. I'm now guessing at a lot of things because I don't have it in front of me, but it's one of the fastest multi-launch coasters. Um, it's going to open in 2020. So I, I, I love multi-launch coasters. Love, love, love. Right. So this was a really good piece of information. Um, I got it pulled up. I got it pulled up. So you got four launches. Nice. That will shoot riders forward and backwards. 
with two inversions, a 95 degree drop. Um, it will go. Oh, there's actually a little picture of it too. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a little picture here, and then oh, it's gonna have a so... maximum height of 180 feet, top speed of 72 and a half miles per hour. Oh, this is cool because see, I like this theming too because it has Jupiter, Mercury, Neptune, uh, Minerva, and Pluto, and you know it's gonna have a display of strength, speed, and power. Like it's kind of cool how they're theming that. Yeah, it's actually it's a really neat logo. There's yeah. some cool videos out here about it too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's because Tom didn't want to go, and actually, either did I. Unfortunately, we we got invited to go to the yeah. the PR event for it, but I just couldn't do it, unfortunately. But it does look pretty cool. Um, it's going to be a fast coaster, so Tom won't go on it. So that's yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. But it will be here in 2020. Um, the other thing with Universal, again, I don't know what's real and what's just speculation at this point, but um, they're pretty much going to have um, what's it called, Universal. What's it? They're naming Epic the park. Epic Universe, is that what it is? Epic yeah. Universe or something like yeah. that. So it's going to be the same size as the other two islands of adventure and the other one together, pretty much. It's going to yeah. be pretty big. And it's going to be in that land that they bought that's actually away from the park. What they say? It's going to be like a 10 to 15 minute ride between the parks. Actually, I think this is a great idea because I think a little separation between the Universal people is great because it was just so packed when you wanted to get out of the parks. So I think this is actually great. I mean, I don't think, right, there's all speculation on what's going to be in them, right? Like we could say maybe Nintendo, we could say, what, there were some other things too. What did they, is what that speculation? What was the new Harry Potter thing, the, the new Harry Potter movies that came oh, out? Oh, the um, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, I oh, heard yeah. something with that. But um, that I, this is all still speculation though, isn't it? Well, I, here's the thing I find interesting. Okay, for, so first of all, they... they this is like the most generic name for something, right? It's like anything could fit into Epic Universe, which is fine. Like, I don't think there's a problem with that. I think it's a cool name. Um, but there's, I'm surprised they didn't announce anything. Like, they just kind of were like, this is what the park's going to be like. But they didn't announce any ride lineup. They didn't announce anything. No, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of okay with that. I mean, at this point, right? Like, we just know it's coming. We know they're doing something with that land because that was always the big thing. There's, yeah. There was a lot of speculation that that new land was just going to be for hotels, right? And that was, like, super disappointing because, I mean, we go to Universal probably more than you guys, but, like, there's no land there anymore. Like, you can't yeah. do anything. you got to cut stuff out to, you know, put stuff in. And that's led to some disappointments with, like, Fast and the Furious people being mad because, like, that ride is garbage. And, like, (laughs) you know, or the King Kong with the screens, garbage. So, like, it's great that they don't have to take out stuff that we might like, like, super awesome Jaws. And, you know, they'll be able to build new stuff. So, I, I think here, too, I think one of the places that they have an opportunity to do something really unique here is they're building a brand new park from scratch and nobody's built a brand new park from scratch in, you know, 20 Since years. Animal Kingdom, right? Yeah, I mean in, yeah. in 20 years. So, and and so when they when it happened 20 years ago, there wasn't the whole immersive land thing, right? The whole fully immersive land thing. The yet. Pandora situation. The Pandora, the Harry Potter, yeah. you know, all that stuff. They weren't doing that in the parks yet, right? So, the thought here is the way that the concept art that they put well, out, if they could make self-contained parks that are, you know, a couple like well, because Harry Potter is small. That's yeah, the dilemma tiny, right? with it. It's it, it's not big. I mean, gosh, I, I tell you the truth, honestly, if they could take this whole big old park and just make it Harry Potter, I think we'd all be <laughs> pretty happy. But that being said, yes, I, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, you know, that is that is the question of the day. So if you could have this new park be all Harry Potter. Right, so let's just say you could pick up the two Harry Potter, um, you know, 
pieces of the parks now as they exist. Put them in this new land with and then fill it out with whatever you wanted versus a brand new park that was all Nintendo. Hmm. But this brand new park's not going to well, be all Nintendo, right? No, I'm, uh, no, I'm asking a, a, a question, a yeah. hypothetical so, question. So, so to me, I mean, Nintendo is right up my alley. It's still, but, it's right up my alley too, but I'll tell you the truth. I would take Harry Potter a minute. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I think about immersion, right? Like, I, yeah, I mean, I guess, could you like feel like you're in a Wreck-It Ralph type, you know, environment, like with a full video game? I don't know. I, I, Harry Potter, because it's got humans in it, seems like it could be so much more immersive in respect. Now, I'm not saying the rides would be better or worse, but I don't know. I'd go full on Harry Potter, but a second, uh, definitely a close second would be a whole Nintendo land. But that's probably not what they're doing, but we don't know, but we doubt it. Well, I, I, I know they have that contract with Nintendo to build something here. Yeah, I don't so, think it's going to be this whole land. Oh no, 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 that no, no be, you're right. Is it, it'll be it'll be a chunk of it, but it won't be. Yeah, well, and they're already building. They're already building a Nintendo land in, I think, Japan. I believe in Universal Studio. I think it's Japan. Somebody can correct me on that. But yes, they, they're already building this. But I. I, I, I think it's smart that they left it as a fairly generic name because truthfully they can throw anything they want in there, right? Yep. I mean, but it's gonna, it, by calling it Epic Universe, it's gonna have to be all immersive lands. It can't, it almost just can't be random crap thrown in there, you know? I mean, it could be. That'd I mean, be I guess epic. it could be. <laughs> I mean, that, that would be a good way to shoot themselves in the foot. Cause, yeah. I mean, like you said, you know, the, 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 the problem they're having right now with Universal is that real estate's out of prime. And they're fighting to try and keep things, I guess, cohesive. Like, it, yeah, it, it. Universal is not cohesive. Yeah. Besides the two <laughs> Harry Potter lands. Yeah, I mean, th- that's exactly the point. Is like it's it's very jarring how everything is stuck together there. So I would hope that yeah, they take this as an opportunity to reset and kind of build. You know to. I, they shouldn't be taking a page from Disney because you know that that's not fair to say you know build it like Disney because I mean it's universal they, they should be doing their own thing but yeah it should absolutely be a place where it's not just you know here's three rides is that you have because even the whole thing about uh, Harry the Harry Potter space is that it is very interactive and it's very like just standing in it feels interesting right like you 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 want to just stand in that space yeah and i think you know the good point was made you know that this is something that's from scratch that they can pretty much do whatever they want with right they and it's not just from the standpoint of you know rides and stuff but think about like you know the power grid all of that stuff that is just you know 20 years more advanced yeah yeah so yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I I'll be interested to see what they do. I I feel like a lot of you know I saw a lot of people talking like really highly of this announcement, and it's exciting because a new park is being built in you know in Orlando, and and that hasn't been done in twenty years. So that's that's an exciting thing, right? But um, it's it's really interesting to me that they didn't really announce much, and I I really thought they would at least say you know hey Nintendo's going here. Like they don't need to announce the details of Nintendo, but they could say. You know, it's coming. Well, because when you're when you're building a park like this, right? There's no time frame around it, so yeah, I mean, things can change, right? What if yeah. all of a sudden, if there's like next year, you know, they hit it out of the park with a new franchise or a new IP, like you know, yeah. they're kind of yeah. 
you know, there's, there's still a lot of work to be done, I'm sure. Oh, I'm All sure. All right. So I'm what sure. are we, secret Disney World project? <laughs> See how I'm just moving this along? I'm surprised. I thought you'd want to talk about this longer. <laughs> secret Disney World project? No, no, no. About the Universal stuff. <laughs> no, because there's not a lot to talk about. Right? Yeah, like true. you said, they didn't I mean, it is what yeah, it is. They, they didn't announce much. And I, I, there was some rumors out there that they were pulling back a little bit on the Nintendo Land stuff. So I don't know. Who knows? So, so this was seen as some people, and, and I don't think these happened at the same time. I actually think that this was already on the schedule for D23, but regardless, some people saw this as Disney's response to Universal announcing the new park, but at the same time, it's not, I'm not seeing this everywhere. So if it's their response, then they're doing a bad job of getting it out there. But regardless, um, for D23 coming up, they have scheduled, uh, and, and by the way, I saw this on a sketchy, Facebook group. I, I didn't believe it at first. I thought it was somebody, you know, making a joke. Then I went on D23's website, and this is, in fact, on the schedule uh, as Secret Disney World Project or Disney Parks Project, I think it's, it is on there. Um, and they haven't announced it scheduled for August 22nd uh, with a full presentation, I guess, on August 24th at D23. Um, I, I think anybody that's expecting this to be a fifth gate is going to be very disappointed because I don't think that's what's going to be. It's going to be a land in Epcot, man. I, it, I I was almost thinking that maybe this is where they announced the new the new pavilion at Epcot, but yeah, because we've got no confirmation of that. But I yeah. think that's what it might be. It could be, but I wonder if people are people going to walk away disappointed from that. I mean, oh you know, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, right. I mean, there, there's too many there's too many rides already in the cut. I think. Oh yeah, for it to be a ride announcement. Yeah, because you, you've already got Guardians, you've got Ratatouille, Tron. Tron, yeah, it, like, Minnie Mickey, yeah, yeah. I just don't see it as a as a ride. I mean, unless unless the only other thing it could be is the Star Wars Hotel. That could be it, because well, they've already announced that though. It's not a secret anymore, right? Well, we don't know anything about it though. Yeah, except for the couple pictures we've seen. But yeah, that's yeah. true. I think I think it's a, a land in Epcot a Pavilion. I I I tend to agree with you on that. Um, yeah. It's it's funny to me because everybody I, I was thinking about this the other day. Everybody's talking about how this is going to be Universal's uh fourth park, but like if Disney added another park it would be Disney's fifth park as opposed because Universal counts their water park as a as an extra park, but nobody counts Disney's water parks as extra parks. I just think that's funny. But yeah, U- Universal classifies Volcano Bay as a theme park and I guess and I've, Disney. I've never been to Volcano Bay and that's disappointing. It's on it's on my list though. We did Aquatica instead this this last time, but it's on my list of things to do. Did we talk about how people were getting electrocuted there? Did you hear read about that? At Aquatica? <laughs> no, at, at Volcano Bay. There was some sort of problem, and people in the pools were getting electrocuted. That's concerning. The, I, they fixed it, but it was like it was a month or two ago. I don't know why we didn't talk about it, but it was, yeah. Nobody like died or anything, so I think we're, we're okay to... I mean, I don't really want to laugh at people getting hurt, but um, it's kind of crazy. So basically, people were walking around yeah, saying they I, felt. I remember funny. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so they found out that I don't I don't know what the cause was, but apparently some electricity was getting conducted somewhere, and people were getting like low level electrocuted as they walked around the park, which is kind of terrifying. But <laughs> but anyway, that's off the rails here. Um, I don't know. What would you like it to be? I mean, what if it's like the uh, the long rumored um, hotel at the entrance of Epcot? don't care you don't care about that uh, not as a secret project no haunted river country is a secret project <laughs> that's <laughs> could so you st- imagine could <laughs> you imagine 
Oh my gosh! I don't even know what I would do. Like I, I, I lose my mind. Yeah, yeah. that would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that would just mean that Disney's listening to us and, and knows this is what the people I, want. I, I would actually camp out for day one if they announced that. Oh, oh we'd I have to go as a show. To, yeah. We'd have to go. Yeah, <laughs> we'd have to do a live podcast from there somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what would I want it to be? I, I, a, a pavilion in Epcot would be. F- I, I don't really care that much, to be honest yeah. with you. Because yeah. yeah, it's not going to be a ride. I don't think it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm and if it's a ride, it's going to be so far in the future anyway, because they haven't started it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever they announce here is, yeah, you realize that they're talking like probably 2023 at the earliest for whatever it is. Well, did Universal in their announcement even say when they're opening Epic no. Worlds? Like they didn't even say that, right? No, no. Yeah, I mean, it could be 10 years from now. I mean, it really could be. I know they're clearing land now, but I mean, who knows? Things happen. You know, I mean, it took them a long time to build. Well, we'll Animal see Kingdom. though if, if they do Epic World though, like they like Disney's doing Star Wars, and they open a little bit at a time, right? So if you're saying one Epic World has yeah. yeah five lands in it, let's just for argument's sake, maybe they do one at a time. Who knows? I'm just imagine? thinking to myself. By the way, you're talking about putting Harry Potter just in that park. I think Universal likes the fact that the the two Harry Potter lands are are, are split because they can sell a higher price ticket, so, so you have to go to both. Like I almost feel like they wouldn't want to put it in one park. But I don't know. Okay. I, I, I feel like they would almost it, like if they're going to have the two Harry Potter parks split, they like they need to find some way. Like, I know they have the train that runs in Harry Potter line that kind of acts gonna be a, a hippogriff that you get on that takes you to the new park. Yeah. Like they, they <laughs> actually, fantastical beast. Yeah. They need a way to actually get you over to the other park, even though it's far away. Like, yeah, I don't it's know. called the bus. They could be the night bus. Now that would be kind of cool, it, like, but it's it, not going to be all Harry Potter over there, so it doesn't matter. There's no theme in besides Fantastical Beasts, right? It's not going to be all Fantastical Beasts. Yeah, but I'm saying that that they they need a way to transition between those two parks where you don't actually you, have you to can't, leave the land. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you, you can't because there's too many things going to be happening at the new park. How do you transition? Harry Potter style? Do you transit some Nintendo style? Like you go down a warp tube? Like we we don't know. No, okay. uh, like, it may I'm, be clearer once they announce what's actually going in that park. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about because you know how they had those uh, buses. They had the um, the the transportation between the different parks in Disney World. Like you could get on a bus in inside of Magic Kingdom, and it would take you over to yeah. Hollywood Studios for a little while there. Yeah, I did. I did that when I was there the one time. Yeah, I, I'm thinking something like that. But like, yeah, like have have the night bus, but then have it so like you know they they literally drive you to the other park, but they do kind of the same deal that they do on the on the train, where like you you get like yeah, but you're out in the real world at that point. I don't know if you can do that. Well, no, they they do the screens though, so. So you don't see the real world. So it's like driving through London or whatever. I don't know. I'm just saying. But yeah, I, I know we, we kind of trailed back to the whole universal <laughs> thing here again. Did, but Did you guys see? I, I just sent you something. Um, there was a third ride that was cut for Star Wars Land, supposedly. That was where you would ride on the back of a Bantha. Did you see this? No, that's fake. There's got to be. No, there's a video of Imagineering testing it out. <laughs> Wait, where did you send it to us? Uh, it's in just the a, chat. Yeah, just send it to you in the thing. There's a, there's a video somewhere of it though of of them testing it out and it's it's pretty funny looking, um, but I kind of hope that they end up doing it. I think it would be pretty cool. You really think that they would save this special announcement for here's another Star Wars? 
No, right. I don't think so. I, I don't think that. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm I'm way tangenting right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 trying to like I'm I'm thinking in my head about, you know, all the places that the, like with the existing parks that they could put a new ride. And it's like Magic Kingdom doesn't I don't think it needs anything at this point. Yeah. Or like, you know, they've got the Tron ride going in, so that's that's fine. I think you're right, Damon, that, you know, the, the most likely thing would be the the new pavilion in Epcot or a new land somewhere in Epcot. Mm. I just can't see anything for the other two parks. Like, like Pandora is doing well enough. Hollywood Studios, I mean, why would you put anything else in after Star Wars? Unless maybe they're going to, you know. Expand Star Wars. Maybe they're going to do something in Disney Springs. Maybe we'll get a... NFL experience next to the NBA experience or something. Mm, maybe. <laughs> I, I, w- I would love if just like they just blew everybody's minds and like did announce the fifth gate and just nobody saw it coming. <laughs> like they made a deal with, with Universal on the down low that they got the Marvel characters back and they're building a whole Marvel park. I don't know. But maybe, can you anyway. imagine? maybe that uh, would tie into because they changed some of the wording on, uh, where is it? Was it on the annual passes or something about oh yeah that was a conspiracy theory going around they said there was something that said that this annual pass uh is is not eligible for any parks built after a certain date and it was like in 2019 it was like november 2019 or something like that uh 2019 but truthfully i I think that's just a, a thing a lot of people apparently will hoard these uh annual passes and won't activate them for years and years and years and years um, cause I guess, I don't know how long it is, how long you have to, I mean, you have until you need to activate it, but it's, it could be a long time. Um, so I, I that's what I'd heard. I, I think I, that was the theory going around though, Trevor, is that they were going to build a new park because this new thing showed up in the terms and conditions of the annual passes that said not good for any park built after this date. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You're losing me, guys. Let's, well, that's okay. We can wrap, wrap this up. up. Okay, let's wrap it enough. up. We've been here for an hour 40, so we'll, we'll, All right. we'll wrap this thing up. Yeah. Okay. So, um, as usual, uh, you guys can find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We always love hearing your uh, your comments, questions. Um, if you got stuff you want us to talk about on the next uh, episode, fire us an email there. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll always... Uh, we'll We'll always try our best to respond to you guys. And, you know, even if you have questions about stuff we talked about on the show, we can, we can talk about that. A lot of our listeners do like emailing back and forth with us. And, and, you know, we, we think that's great. Uh, if you don't like sending email, I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it's no different than sending us a message on Facebook. It's exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so we, we have other options too. So you can find us on Facebook at welcome home podcast. Uh, if you don't want to follow us there, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Twitter is Welcome Home Pod. Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. Uh, basically just mirrors everything that we do on Facebook. So it's still a way for you guys to, to follow us if you want. Uh, also, if you want to check out our merchandise, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and you can check out our uh, cool t-shirts. And maybe at some point there'll be a Haunted River Country t-shirt there that you can check out as well. Coming soon. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have a, a picture of the three of us all sporting our, our new t-shirts, and you can buy some of those, too. <laughs> It'll be after I make the Save Beverly shirts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think it might be before now. I, I I think this is a much better idea, yeah, personally. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
as usual, um, we like those reviews on iTunes and on Google Play or whatever um, platform you're using to listen to us. Uh, as Damon pointed out, um, somebody out there identifies with him as his spirit animal. So um, let us know about that. <laughs> I want to I wanna know what that means. <laughs> so, That's awesome. I mean, yeah, it's sure. Yeah, I, I just it's an interesting an interesting way to describe it. <laughs> he channels Damon and I. I mean, that's cool, you know. Did he give us a five-star review, Damon? It was a five-star review, right? Of course it was, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, as long as, as long as there's five stars, I don't care how much. Wait, Lucia, can you get close to here and say, listen to Welcome Home Podcast? Come here. Listen to Welcome Home Podcast. There we go. Oh, look at I don't know if you can pick that up. There we go. Yeah, we heard that. We heard that's, that. Okay. That's, that's the only review that matters right there. Right? There we go. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, Trevor, Trevor, were you going to say something else? I'm sorry. No, no, I, I'm okay. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find podcasts. You can find us. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, uh, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC representative, uh, a cast member, Disney directly for uh, more information about anything we talked about today. Um, thank you to the DVC Rental Store for sponsoring this episode today. We really uh, appreciate that. Uh, great company to, to work with, so uh, please check them out. Uh, join us next time, of course, for more Disney Parks discussion and, of course, uh, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. Look out, here comes my